You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. You rocking. Listen, man. There's a whole story connected to that particular song. I remember when I was, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, sir. I was uh, about, let me see what year Turtles in Time came out in our kids. Turtles in Time came out in like 92. Right. So I was like 10 or 11. I was in one of those yeah. journeys where your parents, they give somebody 200 bucks or 400 bucks and you get like infinite free reign for you and like your little nigga friends for like mm-hmm. five hours. Are you playing Ninja Turtles in Time free play? Oh, and we had, um, we were playing it. We were rocking. Me and some me and my friends we were rocking. And we had beaten the Technodrome level, which we all famously remember taking all of our money in the original arcade game. Cost our parents because it, dozens it, did, of it didn't exist. It didn't exist. I didn't believe that anybody could beat that level. Right. So you beat the game, and then we beat it again. And then um, Shredder is like, fuck y'all. You cast y'all niggas into the Great Time Abyss. And we were all like, and we were all, you know, we were all 10. We were all like, excuse us, what? <laughs> and we were like, because we beat the game. And even my dad was like, y'all beat that game plenty fast. Y'all must be getting good. And Shredder was like, nah, them niggas ain't shit. And then throws us in fucking time. And then the next level starts. And we're like, wait, there's more of this shit? And the music gets <laughs> on. And we're like, no, nigga. Chapter two, what? Y'all are probably the only little niggas in that whole city that have seen chapter two. Bruh, it cost my mama 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it cost my mom 400 bucks to see that. It cost my mom $400 to see that fucking arrest that's of how turtle. You know, that's how you know mama's love. Listen, nah, listen, that's why I never doubt my mom. She, she, she paid for me to beat all types of arcades. Hey, man, that is a jam. God. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, the actual host, the owner, proprietor, head of design, payroll lead, social re- social public relations lead, social media lead, community manager, head custodian, black uh, martial arts black belt, special agent. What else? You got another job. I listen. It is not my job to keep up with all the titles. You that know, what you just you, get, you know what you just got. You know, you just got hired to keep track of your own jet job locator, Elise Bacon. Congratulations on the new position, Bacon. Never have. Congratulations, happening. congratulations. I'm certain you'll do amazing at keeping track of your own jobs here in the illustrious, unreasonable podcast media network. And um, it's a pleasure. It's always been a pleasure working with you. And I'm certain that the new position will only bring. Un- untold levels of success. So thank you so much. Congratulations, Bacon. How are you? I am good right now. Like, are you playing Dark Souls? Stop. No, that I was okay. So I lost my wallet yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
and had a hell of a day trying to like get around the wallet situation while also trying to do work because I like I literally can't get to work without my wallet because bus yeah. situation there's like a whole bus card thing but then I can't access my it was like it was a fucking day it was definitely a day oh you stressed and, out I see it okay and I managed to get some vegan gluten-free mo- ice cream mochi oh. strawberry Okay. And I ate like three quarters of the box. You're right. You've earned that. And then I made dinner and right. I I made a, a, a plan with my boss on how we're going to handle this week and next week. So I'm feeling a little bit better. Even Sam's like, I meant to work half a day, but like I couldn't get physically there because I didn't have a bus card. And it, oh, so it also turns out, so like usually when this happens, it doesn't happen that frequently, but it happens sometimes. We all lose wallets. I'm able to get a new card directly from my bank. Like I could just go in and be like, can you give me a card? And they like, here is your card. Right. Due to the fact that there is a chip shortage and we now put chips in our fucking cards. I, that is not a thing. So you can't just because that's usually what happens. You tell your bank you need another card, they're like bet, and then they literally and they send it to you like next day, like within twelve hours you get. Yeah, another no, card. it's gonna be like a week before I get a card. Huh. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so anxiety was had, and okay. I have eaten a lot of ice cream. You're right. I have eaten food. Right. And. Um, now I'm chasing scarabs around and getting ready to talk all kinds of nonsense with my podcast. So in this current moment out of my day, I'm okay. All right. All right. So it wasn't a distracted answer. It was a, this is complicated. I have to think of how to respond to this answer. (laughs) So this is more of a support episode. We're now banding together. So this emotional support, the emotional support group also includes the host, owner, and proprietor of the Black Astronauts Podcast Network, Aaron Bat-Bat. How are you, sir? I uh, didn't realize this, but uh, Bacon, um, I am in need of a new uh, supervisor and producer, uh, so you're going to have that title, too. Thank you. Congratulations, Bacon. No. Uh, No. Thank you. Thank you very no. much. What a good. It, it was a close race, but you won out because, you know. That is so. Listen, that's such a good hire. Listen. Do you do you know who needs more work? I have. Who needs the more cat, work? The cat. The cat needs more work. You know, my turtle would like a job. My turtle is currently unemployed and needs your a job. Turtle, your, your, cat, uh, your cat is a social media manager. Yeah, and, Dynamite um, has, has, And Dynamite already has a hard enough job. And your turtle's IP. I mean, yes, have you noticed we haven't had any, any problems? We haven't lost any episodes in, like, years? It's because of your turtle. So it's really important. Yeah. Bob's position? What? What's Bob's position? Oh, his IT, general um, electronic maintenance. He, he um, covers up for the um, things that would normally fuck up an episode. Like back in the day, we'd lose the odd episode. It'd be connectivity issues. You notice we don't have any of those problems anymore? It's because of Bob. So Bob good job, Bob. Shit. Good job, Bob. Thank you very much. So they don't need any more work. They're already working. But, you know, I'm here. You know. So 
Congratulations, Bacon. Good looking out, Aaron Bapp. And also with us from the Three Fifths Podcast, Justin of his own volition, because his freedom is his and his alone. Justin, how are you? (laughs) I am free, free at last, free at last. I know it's, you know, Black People Month has ended, but I am adopting the spirit of the colonizers. We're colonizing Women's History Month. That is now Black Women's History Month. We just go keep this thing rolling. I keep it. Uh, I don't, I'm, I, it's called March. I mean, really? <laughs> it's called fucking <laughs> March. Like, yeah, no, we're rolling it. The it's a it's a natural progression to me. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this. Right. I, I see absolutely nothing wrong with this. It is March, and you know, March is home to one of the most sacred of days. Which is March the tenth, Mario Day. Mario oh, Day. Oh God. Here we go. Buckle up. Boo. Buckle up. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, fuck Mario Day. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. So, so how's Luigi's Mansion? How's, how's that working out for you? How? I gave my switch away to a local, <laughs> local youth in need in the greater Austin area. We have University of Texas near us. Lots of kids getting scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, right next door. So I gave it to him, gave it to a, I gave it to a, a, a troubled black boy with his ramen. I said, hey, man, you need a switch because I don't want this shit. And they took it. That's right. That's completely the truth. I am. Just, I personally am Com- just shocked. Shocked, right. I say. Right. Now, yes. now, did it have a copy of Luigi's Mansion I bought? Because Luigi's Mansion was on sale for more than $5 for the first time in three years before I gave it to that underprivileged, struggling African-American youth being taken advantage of by a for-profit college system. Yes. My daughter was six when I bought that game. She's eight. It's been the same price. A wall. (laughs) An absolute wall against capitalism. Like, I don't, this is the strongest force on earth is Nintendo's strength of brand. I have never seen anything. And I was not kidding. You could buy a poor. You could have bought a Porsche on Black Friday. I am not. I kidding. told you. I know you told me. <laughs> I told you. I didn't. I said not we, even once. We had. I told you. I told. There is recorded evidence of me explaining to you on air why this is the case and how you should just get the game. Here's the deal. I said to you. I said I hear you. I said I think that. On Black Friday, the price should go down just $10. All I needed was it to be $49.99 for me to slide in there full speed. And what what did I tell you? And you said they are not putting there and they are taking no more than $5 off that shit until another Luigi's Mansion game comes out. Yeah, forty nine ninety nine was a lot. You asking a lot right there. I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm, and, I, and, and I'll freely admit, I said it in the, in the moment that I was spoiled by Crazy Eddie, Nintendo, and Microsoft out here. <laughs> Everything must go. Sixty percent off sales for games that came out ninety days ago. Wildin games on Game Pass. You just bought on sale, and then they get off Game Pass and go immediately back on sale. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like wild shit. I understand that's a precedent. I don't hold other places too. All I wanted was to pay forty nine ninety nine for Luigi's Mansion on Black Friday. That's it. And I, I told you. 
That right. is Nintendo, not happening. I remember when I went, I remember my face when I went, I, I woke up on Black Friday and they said Nintendo, big sale on my Switch. They were like, get ready. And I was like, cool, it's about to go down. It was $54.99. It was like that Diddy meme. I was looking at my Switch and my Switch was looking at me. Switch was looking back at me. I was looking at my Switch. $54.99 on Black okay, Friday. Okay, so I need somebody to swap out change that meme to Meta Knight and King DDD. Because <laughs> I heard King DDD and not Diddy. Um, that's actually and true. you know I what? Like, now I need that meme. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> somebody, with, somebody with better technical prowess than myself, please get on this. <laughs> I need your assistance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but Nintendo ain't doing that. M- Nintendo no. is no. Nintendo is the mob. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know if y'all realize this or not. No, no, no. They Nintendo just released six expansions for a five-year-old game. Oh no, a six. Was it five years? It was a Wii U game. Okay, let me let me let me clarify this. Nintendo will never. Um, basically cause competition with its newest content on each now and you also have to take that as each like character to series is its own ip so there will never be competition within an ip against other ones of them like that 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 is they will never do that and they're a large enough company and they have such strong name brand, they don't need to put anything on sale. Right. So the only time they put stuff on sale is when a new game is coming out. So after the announcement of said game is in development or coming out or said game has come out, because sometimes they'll just do surprise fucking drops for no reason. The previous game of that IP will go on sale. You know what's funny? Also, it kills me. I didn't realize. As a person, like I said, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Nintendo characters, like as a whole. There are a few I like. And for the most part, I like Luigi and Zelda, who never got her own game. So, fuck me. And so, I, I'm on the Switch store looking at everything else. And please understand, the rest of the library is on sale. <laughs> like they are hovering in that Microsoft zone. A lot of games are on sale. A lot of games are on sale for it. A lot of problematic games are on sale for it. Like, if you scrolled all the way down that shit, they wild. But anywho. Are, are you, ha, haven't you noticed the visual novel game is the visual novel game has all gone to Switch? Yo. Listen. Some wild shit over there. Yeah, listen, man. There was there was one. I says one game I scroll, I scrolled about eight times, and it was like a game where two maids were hugging up on each other for like one ninety nine, and I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> you know, I was like, what? And they were talking about a tale of romance and desire and, and friendship. It's like, you know what? You all got it. But that's neither here nor there. I accept the fact that Nintendo will never put anything on sale. I've learned the most valuable lesson. And that my um, general neutrality, tr- neutral position towards Nintendo's characters is well-founded because then I would be enslaved paying all this money i also like samus Aran. i like metroid so yeah the right. so, so no no but 
see. Okay, here's the thing. You don't need to like all the characters. You need to like two. I need to like, yeah, two is enough. I can't like yeah, any more. Unfortunately for you, they're Luigi and Samus, and I apologize right now. Listen, you're I'm gonna, you're you're in for a hard time, buddy. I don't care. I'm fine. Listen, I ain't trying. I don't need to be super served. If this is how they're serving me, I'm good. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. You you give me my Metroid game every six years. You give me my Luigi's game every five years. I'm good. Um, Nintendo's too real for me. It's rich, too rich for my blood. That cocaine's too good. <laughs> no sir i'm good no i'm it, not it's all, it also helps that every single one of their games is solid like even the ones that aren't like amazing still good oh yeah no I, nintendo make the nintendo make a bad game ever yo did, did anybody else notice that justin just dropped a bomb in the room and then disappeared <laughs> he's like i'm out of listen, here that's a, that's no, a, okay listen that was <laughs> that was that wasn't a bomb that was a drone strike <laughs> because that shit was preemptively planned. Yeah, he, gave, he gave warning of it. He gave like a couple hours warning. I didn't even. Get warned of shit. He laid it out in no. He laid that shit out in the day in the agenda and was like, "By the way, I'm I'm, I'm throwing I'm throwing some uh, chaos this way. This is this is planned chaos, letting <laughs> you know Terrible. it's on the way. Terrible. It is coming from the other side of the United States. This is why you, this is why you weren't free up until this episode. Now you got to go back." To, this is this is why you don't let niggas be free or read or give them the internet. This is exactly why. Thank you, Justin. This is a <laughs> prime example of why oppression is the first and only plan in this country and the best one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, because clearly when when you teach the niggers how to read, right? That's that's when the trouble starts because they'll start communicating, <laughs> and when they communicate, they'll start wanting things like rights and. And, and, and sales for first party Nintendo games at reasonable <laughs> intervals. It's sale holidays where people save their money in advance to spend money in advance. <laughs> Look, I, so, Nint okay, okay, Nintendo, Nintendo is Marlowe when he took over the co-op in the wire. By the way, price of the brick going up. And you just go have to take that. Okay, okay. Let me also, like, listen. Black Friday is a lie. It's been a lie for a good several years. Black Friday is a week and a month and an experience, which is fine. In that month, Luigi's Mansion went down $5. So fuck me. Again, too strong. Nintendo's too strong. Coke too strong. The price of the Oh, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, in general, like you don't actually save more on Black Friday than you do any other time of the year. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> but you get to you get to plan better. That's all. <laughs> that's all it is on black friday i know i can give myself a budget and destroy it as opposed to kind of when you're hit be bopping around and you see something suddenly on sale out of nowhere and then you like luigi's mansion because i didn't realize mario day was a thing i was like why is luigi's mansion suddenly 40 dollars and i grabbed erica i was like luigi's mansion is 40 dollars and erica's like what i was <laughs> like yes we need to all buy luigi's mansion right now and I you was going to genius what? of Luigi's Mansion is what it's kid friendly Resident Evil one. It really yes. is. Because mm -hmm. some of that stuff Resident is like, Evil. OK, yeah, some of these puzzles. <laughs> no, I like get like so I got Luigi's Mansion because like Aaron, I am a gigantic Luigi fan. Let's when go. Smash Brothers came out on N64, the first thing I did was look up. Can you get Luigi? Yes. OK, how do I get Luigi? Um. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm playing Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube. I'm like, oh, this is just Resident Evil 1, but kid-friendly. So I don't have to... I don't do the Resident Evil series, not because I have some moral objection to it. I don't do recreational horror. It's not my bag. I don't. 
Luigi's Mansion is not actual horror. It's like cartoon horror. It's Tom and Jerry scary. I can do that. Agreed. Also, I ain't gonna lie to you. There's something about Luigi being scared that makes me feel better. Like, yeah, I, like, oh. like I could play through Silent Hill <laughs> if I was like, nigga, and he was like, I know. <laughs> right? And it just gets a little easier just because sometimes you'd be playing these characters and they're like, I need to find my wife. Have you seen my <laughs> wife? And I'm like, bro, are you not paying attention? Fuck! And it gets disruptive. Meanwhile, Luigi over here shaking his knees. I'm, rich. I'm with you, Luigi. I was looking for my wife, but um, but uh, 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 but first, but first, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? What the fuck is this, Luigi? What the fuck is it? So yes, I see it. You're right. Said no, something about a multiplayer pack. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Too scared. Too strong. Not ready to pay for all that. But Luigi's Mansion. Please continue, Justin. I'm sorry. No, that, that's all I had. That's all I had to contribute to the Luigi's Mansion discussion. And it looks like three is going back to Luigi's Mansion one route. So here's a giant house with mysteries. Yep. Solve yeah. the mysteries. Sure. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. I was excited. I've been dying to play it. I got my Switch and I was like, cool. I got my Switch last year. When I said two years ago, when they, when they announced Switch, I was like, cool. I'll get Luigi's Mansion whenever I get a Switch. And then after a while, I was like, by the time it comes out, you know, it'll be on sale. You know, and now I learned. I learned a valuable lesson. That was been. already told to you multiple you don't, times. It's not how lessons work all the time. Sometimes you got to experience. Sometimes you got to take the test, pass the test. Sometimes you got to fall asleep in class. Sometimes you got to remember your own notes. Sometimes you have to have the lesson happen to you in real time. Not all sometimes. lessons are absorbed the same way. Not everyone processes lecture the same way. This is sometimes you just openly ignore I didn't ignore words you. of advice I didn't ignore from you. your colleagues I wanted, and coworkers. Listen, I was I was eyeballing. I I had I put my put the bar at my ankles and I should have put it on the ground and kicked some dirt on it. And that's on me. I own that. I was like, cool, five more buff. Forty nine ninety nine, I'm in there. That's all. I was like, cool. That's all. Ten bucks. Put Yo, the bar before at my we ankles. talk about Yo, before we talk about this crypto stuff, I just want to say that Nintendo is so gangster that they sued a website that was using pixel perfect emulators and then used that website's emulators for their games. Yes. And that's how gangster they are. <laughs> like, Nintendo's the mafia. All economies. Macro we want and micro. It all. <laughs> Got all to have it. Like all economies, micro and macro. Are drug economies. What Nintendo did effectively. Oh, you got that new package on the block? Now nah, we're gonna buy that pack. That, that's our package now. That's ours now. We distribute. You don't sell on these. You don't sell on this corner anymore. I sell on this corner. All economies are drug economies. You know what the funny thing is? Is people are going like Nintendo should do emulation. They should just do an emulator here. Well, Nintendo did an emulator. Right. Be careful what you wish for. Mm. You remember that, don't you, Justin? Oh, I, I remember everyone saying it, and I'm like, I don't think this is what you, you, this is what you think you want. This ain't what you want, buddy. Yeah. Well, Nintendo did an emulator, and why make an emulator when there's already one made, and they're the bane of your existence? Right. And I was about to say, just don't, don't, because then if Nintendo makes an emulator, they're going to um, have issue with other emulators, which, you know, come on now. You should know this. I barely pay my new Nintendo. All my Nintendo I learn about from bacon. Please, guys. But yes. 
Well, we also have uh, another of the big three to discuss. Uh, Sony had their state of play today. Games were announced. Um, I straight up forgot it. I straight up forgot that they even had a state of play. I'm uh, yeah, so did I. Like I, I straight up just now forgot. You talked about it 30 minutes ago. Like <laughs> I just didn't I, care. I, I, I understand didn't. why they do these things, because you have to generate hype, because we live in a hype economy now. You have to get people tweeting about your stuff so that you can generate hype so that your investors feel good that people are tweeting, because that's the economy now. The economy is if people aren't tweeting about my stuff, my investors don't feel good about it, and they won't give me more money. Nobody likes not, tweeting anymore. But that's not just games. That's every. That's music. That's entertainment. Yeah. And yes, even though we're migrating away from tweeting, the old people with money that invest in things have just caught up to it. So that's why you see all these different uh, marketing models rely on things that people have migrated off of. Um, is this because Gen X is now in marketing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Well, Gen X is in marketing, and the boomers are still the investor class. Yep, that's the thing, and they're listening to Gen X now because now those are the babies. Yep. Um, things that interested me: Gundam Evolution. Yes, this is important because this has not been released in the states. It is now getting a full Western country release. Overwatch, but with Gundams. There's oh, okay. Pitch. Okay, I'm in there. I'm in there. Because, you know, Gundams. But, yes. Oh, yeah. I followed. I understand. Yeah. Uh, Stranger of Paradise. So, I finally checked out Final Fantasy oh. Origin and what that is. Did you okay. check the demo out? I literally Wait. don't care because it's all men. We have a uh, demo? Yeah, there was a, there's a demo out. I don't know if it's still out, but it plays like... Has, it has a good combat feel to it. I can't explain how it plays like the new Final Fantasy C Seven remake. Kind there's, of. Okay. Listen, there's literally no reason to have an all man team. Wait, is it? I, they, I thought the second trailer had some of the other crew because you know what the origin story is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it had. I thought it had. Well, I, I don't know. You were right. That's. If that's the case, that's awful. Damn, yeah. I don't do it. I mean, that's their. They I mean, have it's intent. I mean, it's intentional. I guess that's you know. Yeah. Somebody's. I guess that's somebody's jam. You know. I the whole the mm. whole premise to me about that game though is kind of dope. From what so, they're. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling up the character list now. One, we have a black person, like a straight up black person. That's great. We also have two flavors of Tifa. Tifa with a dress and Tifa in Aerith cosplay. Both playable, apparently. That's good. Because otherwise, like, I literally. Mm. Uh, we've got generic JRPG protagonist and we've got generic Western RPG protagonist. Okay. I will. No, no, no. Y'all don't understand. I. So. Oh. Yep, yep. You've seen the screenshots. Oh. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, I can't look at this anymore. This is gonna tell me more about. Okay, nope, I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm, this... I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'm gonna get it, but yeah, so I, highly questionable. I'm very see, see, yeah. I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued. If they do uh, what I think they're doing, they're gonna tie the entire Final Fantasy universe together, and that's gonna it, be it's fucking ridiculous. It is all I, one universe. Yeah. Yes, Bacon. But I mean, technically, <laughs> they want to have more of a 
like a gameplay feel to it, right? Like a lot of it is text, um, subtext. You know, a lot of it's through fourteen, which a lot of people don't play. Like, oh, I, no, I, I can. Sorry, this is this is legacy Final Fantasy player. They're they've always been connected. So we have that. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, day one buy for me that I didn't know was a thing. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles called Bunga Collection. Yep, yep. Most important. This is what we care about here. That yep. no, that is the most important one. Yes. I didn't realize it, it was the only thing I saw when I Google. I didn't realize there was um the state of play, and I was reading what you were talking about, what you wanted to talk about on the show. And I the only thing I saw was the Cowabunga collection. Chum. I guess do you have the list up? I mean I could go through the list. I mean I have the list. Like, I could go through the names, but Capcom's releasing not Dino Crisis. There's a not visual novel game that has a visual novel prequel, Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm intrigued at the story. I'm not sure how this will work as a game. The visual novel. Oh, Ghostwire? Was, yeah. So I actually saw gameplay of Ghostwire. One of my favorite video game sites did uh, like did a quick like 15 minute gameplay demo. Bruh, it looks good. I okay. was shocked. It looks good. It's it's not it's action. It's not like okay. a visual novel. Yeah. Because so the visual novel I played because they said here's a visual novel for free. Right, I right, said, right. I said, why? Yes, I have two hours to kill. Yeah. Um. And then I'm like, okay, I see the story. I see what you're trying to do. I don't know how this will translate to gameplay, but the story is very intriguing to me. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. But if you're saying that the it plays more like an action game, yeah, it's, like, it's definitely an action game. It's not okay. like a like a RPG or anything like that. I I'll mark that under CC. I'm very intrigued. Um, Forspoken got delayed. Okay, so October. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the delays don't bother me. We got too many games. I'm fine with that. Delay yeah. everything. Thank you. Please. Except for Rune Factory Five. Do not. <laughs> Chocobo GP. Keep it together. <laughs> uh, Gigabash, which is basically Godzilla destroy all monsters without the Godzilla brand behind it. I'm not gonna lie, I want it just because you know it's me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kaiju fighting. Right. Wait, what's your kaiju fighting? I'm not gonna tell you. It it is Godzilla destroy all monsters. They just don't have the Godzilla IP. That's it. So That's fine. I don't it doesn't even have to be a guy. I'm you know, I'm not I'm not picky. Uh you thought you were getting another fighting game, but it was me, Dio. We're getting a JoJo <laughs> Bizarre Adventure fighting yes. game. Wait, but that is Yes. <laughs> Apparently, it's a remaster of an older one with a bunch yes, of different characters is. added to it, which is good because that was the one I always wanted to play. But I used to watch tournaments in it all the time, so I've always wanted to own it or play it. So that's the one that made me realize I was never going to be good at fighting games. <laughs> like I could enjoy them from a distance, I'm just never going to be good at them, and that's okay. Uh, Trek to Yomi, intrigued again. Um, it looks like what if Way of the Samurai had a budget? Hmm. So, and I love the Way of the Samurai series. Way of the Samurai three is probably my favorite entry in the series, where they basically just slap they slap you in a town, and they say go for it. There's 21 endings. You can within reason do whatever you want. Now be a samurai in this town. So Trek Fiomi looks like it doesn't look. It doesn't give me Ghost of Tsushima vibes. That gave me like a Ghost of Tsushima had a very specific story they wanted to tell, a very specific narrative. Trek to Yomi seems 
different. Um, like they're focusing more on the one-on-one fighting, not the I'm out here trying to survive, and I've actually slapped samurai uh aesthetic onto an Assassin's Creed game, and I hope you don't notice. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Isn't, okay. isn't Ghost of Tsushima made by the same folks who did um whatever that fuck that new one is that's made by all white people? Mm-mm. That sucker punch did that. This the seafood was by slow clap. Okay. Yes, yeah, slow clap did seafood. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of comparisons between the two, and so I got them really mixed up. Oh yeah, that I mean they're all white studios. But yeah, that Ghost of Tsushima also had an all white. I don't know if the studio was all white, but it was an all white writers' room. All white writers. Yeah, I can believe that. I mean, it's I mean sucker punch. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, oh yeah, did turn- you see? Did you see Sifu's uh, promotional package? Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's super unfortunate. What sucks is I heard uh, the combat in the game is nice. It's good. I heard the game is very, very good. Um, That's great. (laughs) It also it reminded me of um, you know Shadow Warrior Three came out. Oh my god! That's um, that's uh, I believe that's from uh, Polish developers. It is. Yes, yeah. it is. Right. And I'm like, well, I will say this. In Shadow Warrior 2, there were no Asian people, I believe, doing the voice acting. Or should, yeah. And then Shadow Warrior 3, they brought in a few. And uh, there you go. But still, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, please. Please, guys. <laughs> guys. The wild part is if you play Shadow Warrior 1, which is something they didn't do, they took over at 2. Ooh, buddy. They... If you thought it was like kind of racist in two, go play one. Oh no, that, that was a that was a doom era. That was a doom era first person shooter. I give yeah. all of those a pass. That's some of the most problematic. Oh, that's some of those problematic narratives. Um, the uh, doom era first person shooters had deeply problematic narratives. Like, um, um, you you were the one you play, who here plays Power Slave besides me? I'm Any, sorry, plays what? Power Slave. Power Slave. I believe it. Was, that's I, an unfortunate name. Power yeah. slave. So yeah, it's good. It's good. Now that everyone, like now that everyone has both eyebrows up, it's a game about a U.S. Marine um, called to in a, who is um, left in um, ancient Egypt and given, I believe, I forgot the Egyptian god is giving him the powers <laughs> of the Egyptian gods to combat yeah. aliens who are trying to siphon the Egyptian god powers to take over the earth. But didn't it play like Doom? Oh yeah, no, it played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I one of it's okay, one of my yeah, favorite games of all time. It's one of my favorite yeah, games of all time. It. They remastered it about a month ago, and oh, yeah, uh, they remastered. Okay. Mm-hmm. They remastered Slave. The Power Slave, where you play as a white man getting the Egyptian, Egyptian getting Egyptian and power. Egyptian like literally like towards the end of the game, even like your little hands are up on the screen zapping people, and you got the little wristlets on and shit in the rings. <laughs> Okay, so the best part about the best part about all of this was Justin turned on his camera just so we could see his face, and it is beautiful right now. Like I wish it is the exact face that I am sure you're imagining that Justin would have. Power, power slave, power slave. Yes. Okay. You you're a slave. You know what? You're a slave to power. Because that's the only way you can enslave white people. Slave to power. That's right. the only enslavement. Listen, white people know. I love that game. Um, listen, when it goes on sale, 
because <laughs> Nintendo doesn't make it. Um, I will be buying it because some of those old problematic games, I give them a super long leash, and I grow and I kind of like them, and I'll I'll buy a remaster. If that if, if they re-released Power Slave, like if like we're doing another one, and they were like this white man gains all the power of all the Doctor Umars across ancient Egypt, then please, hard pass. I mean, you could just give it to the Far Cry developers. I mean. <laughs> Oh. You'd be completely honest. Oh, I mean that's not that's. I mean it used to be a knock, but they really did. They did really good with Far Cry Six. No, yes, what I'm saying like yeah, the they world did, in they Far did, Cry Six. They did a really bad. good job with Far Cry Six. They did an unusually good job with Far Cry Six, but that's a whole other. That's a whole yeah. other can of worms. Um, we, we talked about how that's secretly a story about a bunch of queer characters. Secretly, out of nowhere. Secretly. No, secretly, I don't know. No, I mean like. If you didn't play the game, you oh yeah, 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 yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah absolutely. It's like surprise, gay agenda. <laughs> I mean, that's why it, it, that's what, <laughs> surprise, uh, gay agenda. It's funny. Oh, Far, Far Cry Six is the best game in the series, and because of the all caps gay agenda, is why if you look at white reviewers, the ones we all you know, the ones we all know, they're all like, yeah, I think the Far Cry formula has officially gotten a little stale, and it's time they started to move on, considering evolving the series a little bit. I was wait, like, oh now, oh now, they, they, like wait, oh wait, now, hold on, sorry, but Far Cry has been, huh? Far Cry has been Far Cry for fifteen years, yes, yes, and all of a sudden now that there are openly gay and trans characters and a, an ensemble cast of brown characters, an ensemble cast of brown characters, now we need to move on from the series. People are like, I couldn't get into Far Cry Six. Niggas could. By the way, all that black, black, it's one of those things. There's two different opinions of the game. Black folks and white folks. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was actually, so like, um, problematic uh, narrative aside, like, all the people whose opinions I would care about for that really enjoyed the game. It's far away. That's including, like, you know, Cuban Americans. The variety, like the whole spectrum of like people who are like, here's here's my takedowns of the game. Dream. I also very much enjoy this game. This is a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, I guess that's kind of the space black folks, queer folks got to live in, right? It's like, yeah, I enjoy this. There's some issues with it, but eh, I enjoy it. Yeah, like, yeah just, well, like they're the like we gotta exist in. The, well, the funny thing is, is that everybody is basically of the same opinion where it's just like, yes, no, this is totally not a political statement whatsoever. Here's all the political statements that they made. <laughs> Here's yeah. where it's totally not what? problematic. Here's what they did thoughtfully. Also, here's a gator. Far Cry. Far Cry 6 <laughs> went even so as far with its political statements as to not have the main character, not have the villain do any of that villain killmonger shit where you like toss an elder off a building so we can be like oh you're the heel now no 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 he made sense right up into the end what undid him was generational trauma (laughs) 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 you know what i mean like it's the type of thing where what happened like the whole story is him explaining exactly the worst moments in his life how it affected his presidency how he runs the country how he raises his son and his decisions towards the end of the game He's not like, I was like, no, I'm a heel now. And he emerges with like a robot spider in the Pacific or anything. It's like, no, no, no. He's just, it's just trauma. At the end, you're like, oh, man, there was no way this was going to go any other way. I will. Shooting your head. <laughs> right. And it's just a shame. So, but yeah, I'm not going to, enough. We need to move on. And I'm going to Far Cry 6 tangent. 
please. Well, before, before you go, before we, we leave this, the best part of Scott Pilgrim, the comic book, is at the end where Scott Pilgrim finally understands Gideon. And he says, Gideon, I understand you. Like, he understands all of Gideon's trauma. He understands the toxic relationship between him and Ramona. And he says, Gideon, I understand you. And now I have to kill you. Yep. Yep. Actually, yes. That part did not translate over in the movie at all. At all. But it's very good. It, so, having read the comic and watched the movie, a lot of that just could not translate into one hour and a half long movie. It no. just couldn't. No, it couldn't. I agree. 100%. Like, not even... I don't, I don't even hold it against the movie. It just... Yeah. It just, it just couldn't. I, I appreciated how they tried to do it with, instead of gaining understanding, he gains the power of self-respect. I'm like, that thematically, very similar. Okay. Right. I mean, both things happened. Yes. Both things happened in the comics, but I, I, I see why they went that route with the movie. They're like, this yeah. is easier. And, and you know what? Sometimes easy is good. Yeah, easy is fine. Uh, you know what's not easy? No. Fleeing two of the largest law enforcement entities in the world because you have scammed hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in cryptocurrency. That's not easy. The scam. Okay, I just want to preface this with I didn't realize this dude was the owner of BitTorrent. Yeah. Go! <laughs> so I just like, like when you shared that article, I actually couldn't get past like the part where they're saying, you know, owner of BitTorrent and like a list of other things, but like specifically the BitTorrent one stuck in my brain. And I didn't absorb anything else from that article. So I'm glad you are here. Please continue. It is a very <laughs> lengthy piece from The Verge. Uh, it will be included in the show notes. You can read it at your leisure. It's a lot to cover. We're not going to go into all of it. I want to hit the highlights, though, <laughs> because Justin Sun is fleeing Chinese authorities and I, he had to flee the country of China because of his dealings in funny money and defrauding, effectively, the country. Wait, wait. It, by funny money, do you mean crypto? Yes. I, I mean his various cryptocurrencies that he made the basic, up. The basic, he just made them up. The basic crypto scam, as we've outlined on this show, create a cryptocurrency, hype it up, get investors, run off with their money. Bye, niggas. Justin Sun. <laughs> found creative new ways to expand on that formula. Uh, he also found ways to get uh, leftover cryptocurrencies that uh, the article calls dust. And they're basic, they're effectively mining cryptocurrencies in unused wallets and stealing them. Do you understand how, how RoboCop bullshit this sounds right now? <laughs> so... He's committing all of these various crimes. Like, we, we, we haven't even scratched the surface of the felonies. But he always has an escape plan. Like, that, the, the, the part that stood out to me in this article isn't the fact that he did it. It's that he always, he did it with the assumption that he would get caught. So he always had an escape plan for when the feds came knocking. Every time he did this, he had an escape plan. And I'm like, yo... I I almost respect the hustle. I would. That's good villainy right there. Like, that is A-plus villainy. 
so he fled the Chinese government. The FBI currently has warrants out for him, and they want. To, I'm sorry, they don't have warrants. They want to question him. They just want to talk. They just want to, talk. Just want to talk. We just want to talk to you. FBI just want to talk. Just want, just want to talk. Look, the, I, I am a proponent of stop snitching. I am from Northeast. Listen, I'm if a it's proponent. the feds, you snitch. My my asterisk to that has always been what Bacon has just said. If the fed, if the federalities come knocking, they have a ninety seven percent conviction rate. If they come knocking, that means they already know the answer. They just want to help you out. They're giving you an option. They, the fed, <laughs> the state, it's coin flip. You can lie to the state. The feds, it's like your parents. I'm not asking you questions I don't already know the answer to. <laughs> you said like, man, I. I hid my report, my report card. It was supposed to come in the mail. I intercepted it, ripped it up, shredded it. Cool. They're not gonna see my grades, and maybe I can, you know, pump my pump my next quarter grades up so they can see the bad grades here. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm doing better now. So, so where's your report card? Oh, I don't know. I guess it didn't come in the mail. I already knew the answer to that question. I emailed your teacher. They told me they sent it. I, I actually am dealing with that right, man. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> but Look. like. Just don't, I, 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 I genuinely, like, jokes aside, please, even if you are going to try some of these currencies, which I don't suggest, please, be safe. Like, as safe as you can be. But in the reality, don't do this shit. Enter, don't do it. Enter into cryptocurrency with the understanding that it is a scam. If you acknowledge that it is a scam up front, and you are extremely lucky with your timing, you can get in while the scam is hot and then get out before they pull the rug out from under you. It is possible, but like the table at Vegas, the house always wins. The house gonna get its money one way or another. Even if they gotta flip the table over. Even if they gotta flip the table over. That's real, man. So, that, 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 that's what... Justin Sun does not sit in one place for any set period of time. He's always on the move because... There are literal. He cannot go to. He cannot enter China because if he does, the minute he sets foot in that country, it's on. They got him. I mean, and if he stepped foot in America, I mean, it sounds like his, his business is packed up there too. Well, so they don't like I said they don't have the warrants for his arrest. He is a person of interest that interest. the FBI would like to talk to. Although I'm sure after this article from the Verge came out, because. Yeah. The, the thing with this kind of journalism, you don't publish it unless you have like multiple sources. Like this, this is the kind of piece that doesn't that takes months and months and months and months and months and months and possibly years to put together. Yeah, this so, is one you got to get past the legal team. So right. if this case, also the also the author has been writing on this person for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So if this is out, oh, buddy. <laughs> You might want to. I hear Brazil doesn't extradite. Good um, luck. Cuba also doesn't extradite. I hear. Uh, it, uh Cuba's a hot maybe. Oh, uh, coin flip. It's coin flip. <laughs> Cuba is one hundred percent a hot maybe. But um, one 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 part of the article that I really did like is. The author doesn't just focus on Justin Sun. He uses Justin Sun as sort of a window into the mind of not just these crypto bros, 
but effectively American oligarchs. The game is always tax evasion and tax maximization. Find out how to pay as little tax as possible, and when possible, find out how to evade, find out how to get as much back from the government as possible, and then find out how to pay as little as possible. Right? That's the game. It's all a scam, man. And like, I, I, I think I brought this up last time we talked crypto. I get why it's so appealing because everybody's broke. And the way that capitalism is set up, you internalize your brokenness and make it feel like this system will make it feel like it is a character flaw that you're broke. And yeah. it's not a character flaw that you're broke. Shit. This shit is crumbling all around you. It is, yeah. not, it, it is not you individual's fault that gas is $4.10. That's not your fault. That's also and- going to keep that's also going to keep you broke. Yo, straight up, and I don't blame you for wanting to have that hope. Like, I, I mean, I see all these folks coming around, and maybe it's like that GameStop lick where, oh yeah, if you get in to get out before you know the day, you gonna make a hundred thousand dollars. Cool, cool. But most times, gonna wind up just sitting there losing money, man. And it ain't affecting nobody but the folks that already need the money. Yeah, man, you are gonna be left holding that bag. So it, it, it's gambling, like. All of this effectively is gambling. You can take the risk, just understand it's a risk. I also like that the, the article pointed out that Justin Sun may actually have a disorder where like he is addicted to risk taking and that's why he keeps doing these things. Because he's actually like getting high off of the adrenaline of doing it. I'm like, that's something I hadn't considered. Oh yeah, no, probably. Like this is wild. Like especially because like he knows he's getting caught. He enters into every one of these scams with the assumption of, and this is where I will get caught, so I need an escape plan. That it isn't this, isn't this how Batman villains work? <laughs> is the presence of Batman the fact that like one man military might swoop down and scoop you up actually is a high for some of the motherfuckers? So they keep doing it. Isn't this like a Batman uh, villain. Mm-hmm. All right, so you brought up Batman. I have two Batman references I want to make. They right. both involve Batman the animated series. The first. There was an episode where Batman, where Superman goes to Gotham because Bruce Wayne has been taken over by Brainiac. Comic books are weird, whatever. A Batman villain shows up in Metropolis and she, Roxy Rocket, she's one of the people that just gets the adrenaline rush of Batman chasing her. And she shows up in Metropolis is like, well, you know, Batman's gone, so I thought I'd try my luck here. And Superman's like, yeah, I don't play these games. What, what are we doing? Oh. <laughs> uh, the other one, it's a Batman movie. I forget which movie it is, but it's one of the animated series ones because it's the the Mask Dini of the art Phantasm. Style. No, it's not Mask of the Phantasm. It's the it's a newer one. Oh, Batman's in he's he's in he's in a room somewhere looking at something. A, a goon walks in the room, sees Batman. Batman just narrows his eyes, he right? Just closes the door. Yes, I know that. Yes, I don't know what I've seen that scene before. Yes, he and just, the dude's like, anything wrong? He's like, nah, man, nah, ain't no problem. See anything? Here. Nah, I ain't see nothing. I ain't see so nothing. You know what? No, I don't want these problems. No, no, no. I ain't trying to have symptoms, Batman. I ain't trying to have Batman bounce me off the ceiling. Dog. Uh, oh, another great thing from that episode where Superman has to pretend to be Batman. <laughs> Bane drops like a statue on top of Superman which would have killed Batman and like the whole time the audience were watching this were like oh that's Superman this is this is a mild inconvenience for Superman but these guys are like yes we just killed Batman and Batman and Superman just stands up breaks out of the unbreakable trap throws the statue and I'm like 
this is just going to make Batman that much more terrifying to everybody in this room. <laughs> right? <laughs> you just you just set back the criminal community six to ten years because of that one time Bane got a statue thrown at him by Batman out of nowhere. Hey, man, I'm telling you, dog, he threw a statue. Man, y'all lying. Bro, he threw a he statue, threw a sta- dog. <laughs> he broke out of an, a titanium trap. I got, got a piece it. right here. Is it, listen, man, it's the type of thing where they're talking amongst themselves, and then Bane comes and sits down in the in the booth, and he goes, listen, I need to be very serious about this. He absolutely did throw that statue. <laughs> that is all I will say about the matter. Everyone's like, what? No, what? No, what? No! Oh, they use the super speed to troll Hatter. I was like, yo, you know what? That, this is what Gotham needs. They just need Superman to pretend to be Batman for a week. Yeah, let Batman take the week off. Go to, you know, have a vacation or something. Superman can handle it. No, I, I guarantee Gotham will be, streets of Gotham will be clean. I mean, but the thing is, Superman couldn't beat up folks the way Batman be beating fuck <laughs> these people. He doesn't need to! <laughs> He came. Well, you gotta rough him up a little bit. Batman be beating these. Pr- like, can you imagine a Batman just stop beating niggas up? Like, no. Imagine that if you robbing a bank and then the car just winds up in the police impound lot ten seconds later. Yo. <laughs> like you just drive all of a sudden the tire, all four tires are gone. And you just sitting there in the impound. Even the guy at the even the booth, the guy manning the thing is like, what the fuck? And he's gotta call it in. He's sitting there frantically calling in from the booth. Yo, the funniest thing was Superman, like, he can't fly because he's Batman, like, trying to use the grappling hooks and he can't. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, like, how do you do the Left pocket, left pocket. Oh, right. Big, strong ass <laughs> trying to fly around. Oh, don't do the funny money, y'all. Please. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, I mean, if you can, yeah, I mean, I'm all for a good scam if you got it. Not a lot of people got it. You don't, oh, get yeah, plucked up. don't get plucked up. I mean, don't get plucked up by the Chinese. Don't get plucked up by the Chinese government. How though. you scam China? How you don't. of all the? People, I mean, he is entities. Chinese. He's Chinese. I'm, yeah, that's why he's. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, of all you know, he wow. picked the two largest law enforcement entities <laughs> in the world exactly. to defraud. Yep, well, I assume I assume he was going to make as much money as possible and then lay low somewhere else. I mean, the world is big. He can just avoid the United States and China for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the he, he's got a. I guarantee you, he's cooking up another scam right now. Oh, obviously, he's not going. The scammers don't stop scamming. But you know. Okay, hold on. Before we get to the main attraction, I know. I look. I know why y'all are here. Y'all want to hear Bacon and Bap talk about Elden Rings. They don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, no, I mean, it. I definitely wanted to hear about the crypto stuff because I was just like, this mm-hmm. shit is wild. Like, I still don't get it. Like, here's my age card. Here's my, uh, I don't understand tech. But like, yo, this shit is like, I, I my biggest issue is, is I keep looking at it. And I'm like, this is a fucking scam. This is a scam. It's a scam. But I, that doesn't stop people from like, literally getting into my dms and being like you should invest in this new crypto and i'm like why listen man it's it is the it is the light at the end of the tunnel it might just be someone's like it might just be someone's flashlight but we don't know that it, we, yeah. we we really but don't we, knew. we don't there's know like, there's a good 15 20 
20 years of evidence. I feel like you don't like if you you saw when common sense died like maybe like last year, right? Someone beat it to death with a baseball <laughs> bat in Trader Joe's parking lot. It didn't have any relatives. There's no child of common sense. It's common sense and it died it was, last year. It was common sense last year. That was common yeah. sense. He got fucked up. He's dead now. It's over. It was he, he was going to plan to make a trip. Yeah, he was making a trip to comp, uh, to Australia and then, you know, that happened. Yeah, fuck right that. before it burned up. Right, it's real bad. So that's so we are we are where we are. So please do not think that a human can look at information that has a clear that draws a clear conclusion and draw a logical conclusion if they really want if they really want something to if they really want reality to bend, it will bend for them. At least until it stops. It is where we ha- where we are at now. So yeah, man. That's my uh, last thing on scammers. My problematic fave has come back. Law and Order, the OG Law and Order has come back. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? The original Law and Order, not Special Victims Unit. I hate that. Just straight up Law and Order, dun dun, is yeah, back. Yeah, dun, 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 oh, it, it left? Yeah, yeah. they yeah, left. Well, so I, I think what happened is Disney threw the bag at Anthony Anderson to do Blackish, and he said bye. Oh. Because uh, now that Blackish is over, Law and Order is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this suddenly makes sense now. Okay. Uh, so Anthony Anderson's back. Uh, my favorite white actor ever, Jeffrey Donovan, Michael Weston for Burn Notice, is the racist white detective who just wants things to go back to the way they were and w- doesn't wants to know why he can't just rough up black youth in the streets like he used to. Oh, we going full bore. This is the- oh, in- into my veins. I, oh. I love it. I love it. Ooh, I'm sorry. Um, um, Jeffrey Donovan. Okay, I didn't know you were talking about. He's the um, he's the second. He's the second in command in um, fuck. What were the names? Mario. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and he looks like a dude with glasses that never misses and has killed so many people and never says a word about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Okay. Michael. So Burn Notice. He's basically he's basically the guy you just described in Burn Notice, but he's retired. Well, not retired. Forcibly retired. The character he's playing on Law and Order is his racist dad. <laughs> Down no. to his name. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I am here for this. They brought back Sam Watterson as Jack McCoy. So I'm like, yes, give me that. The new lawyer, he's the, the typical white ally liberal. That's like, oh my gosh, I can't go after the woman who said she was raped, even though she's clearly. So the woman is, you know that gr- the, the woman that set up the, the fake medical company? Uh yes. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The London episode was about well, what if she killed somebody? <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Into my veins, man. Yeah. Go, go so, right ahead. So she killed her partner, her fiance, because her fiance found out that she was faking cancer tests. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's what? fucking go. We're back. Let's go. So, so first she said, I didn't kill him. And then when all the evidence gets dropped on her lap, she said, no, he was beating me. Oh. And so he's like, but the Me Too movement, I can't question her. And his ADA is like, the fuck you can't if you don't get through this white woman's tears and do your damn job. (laughs) I was like, yes. All right, I'm in there. Give me all of this problematic shit. It is problematic as fuck. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it is not. I this is basically Dick Wolf saying the world was better when we could tell women that they were lying about being assaulted. That <laughs> shit. What? I am. Oh, I am. I have. I watch wrestling. 
I have peacock. Oh. I have I have peacock, which means that I have access to this trash. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is unmitigated trash. Don't get me wrong. It is trash. It is pseudo conservative propaganda. Don't but care. Damn, I was raised it. on it. <laughs> I was raised I was, on it. I was raised on Jesse L. Martin and Jerry Arbach. <laughs> yes. I was raised on it. I ain't gonna lie. I always look at Dick Wolf shows and I'm like, cops should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> because like, real cops. Because Dick Wolf has created the most, the most rose-tinted platform for any group of people short of old NFL players in the history of this country. And all of you guys are like writing tickets and doing speed traps and jamming up people on parking tickets. Do you see what we think you guys are doing every day? And you have the audacity to tell me I was going five miles over the speed limit? Okay, okay. So let me get this straight. Dick Wolf is done for trying to pretend that he agrees with social issues. His, his brand, his brand is copaganda. He, it is yes. his brand is so, copaganda. So yeah, I, I, he, I, think, I think he's done now. Like I, I think he's officially lifted the veil. Right? Yeah, he I turned ice tea. After I mean, after he turned ice tea, an actual pimp. <laughs> Into a fucking cop. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. I mean, New York. I mean, that was the '90s, though. I was not surprised by that. I mean, I mean, New York, New York undercover was some wild shit because once he realized oh he could scoop God. up into the hood and get us caring about cops. I forgot he did New York. Yes, undercover. that is his. Yes, he did New York undercover. Oh yes. Once like, he. Yo, what is it about cop dramas in the black community? Heat of the night. Oh like, God! Don't talk. Nigga, about I don't it. know. Listen. In the heat of the night. Listen, that song would come on. In the heat, in the heat of, of the, the night. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. Before we listen, found out. I don't out, know. That shit was flames, though. What? Yes, it was. It was so good. Listen, before before we before we started following superhero stories, the best superhero stories were these cop stories. Before we found out that cops don't do anything. <laughs> no, sir. I grew up in the hood. I I already knew they didn't do it. I mean, I already knew too. Not, I knew too. But like, was... what what you do? The thing about it, when you're in the hood, you assume cops somewhere else are doing something. To find out that no, no cops are doing anything anywhere. <laughs> no, no. But beating up black people, beating up black people, and writing speeding tickets. That's why I said they should be ashamed of themselves. You looking at Look, you? I'm I'm not gonna lie. Growing up, I thought it was just cops in my neighborhood that were tripping. I'm not okay. So I was like, somewhere, sir, somewhere, there has to be good cops out there. Then bro, when I took my first trip to North Florida, I was like, oh no, they're like this everywhere. Bro, okay. you understand all the good work Mariska Hargitay did for y'all niggas, <laughs> and y'all and y'all acting like this because because I parked four inches out of the fucking box in downtown Austin, really. <laughs> Malik Yoba saved people, lives. People what think Mariska. People think Mariska Hargitay works with the police. Like she's a real fucking cop. She is an actress. She is. <laughs> she is slightly more real than Laura Croft. For God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, she is slightly more real than Laura. Croft. Only slightly though. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Um. She's. I. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, no, I went, I went from, I went from like Milwaukee hood to Southern Arizona, and it was just like, oh, so we got cops jamming up people in the hood, and we got cops jamming up people in not the hood. You went from the second most segregated city in America to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yup. 
I always trip people out when, it, when like, they realize Milwaukee is, like, consistently top three in segregated cities in we America. Were, we were number one for a while, and then we went down to number three. I think, yeah. I think Cleveland beat us for a little yes. bit. Now we're back to number two, baby. And, and guess who lives in Cleveland? Hey. My favorite. My Cleveland! Favorite, my favorite bit. <laughs> Is that LeBron always says he's from Akron? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. My he man, means it. My man he don't say it. he don't say nothing. Even when he won the title, he was like, "I was happy I could do this for the city of Akron, Ohio." Like, Yo, bro. straight up. Hey, that's like forty-five minutes away. Though. I know. <laughs> I looked at the map. The way he talks about it, I looked at that shit on the map. I was like, he's talking about his small town an hour away. It's yeah. like fuck, it's like fuck Cleveland. He won a whole yeah. NBA title for fucking small town an hour out of Cleveland. And then, My and, nigga said no. Yeah, and then, and then put his school there. <laughs> <laughs> and then put his school there. You know, listen, I get it. I get it. If I had that kind of money, I would. I would I would do the same. I would totally do the same. Wouldn't even think their, about it. He put the kids and their parents in school. Listen, <laughs> listen. Important. That's important. crazy. So yeah, yeah. Oh man. So now the, where, where do we go from here? What do we do? Oh, there's no, there's only one place we can go from here. We're talking about one uh, problematic fave that has gripped the community. We must now migrate to the Elden Rings. The that other also problematic great. fave that has gripped the community. It is very problematic and it's very fave. The <laughs> only thing I know about Elden Rings is you can get a hug from this lady. But if you if you give if she gives you a hug, she gives you a debuff. The single act of kindness in this game gives you a debuff. And that makes me laugh. That is the only thing I know about this. You game. just hugged the lady, didn't you, Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't get a debuff. No, you get a debuff every single time. No, I didn't get a debuff. No, you absolutely get one every single time. No, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I did not get a debuff. Now I got to look this up. That's impossible. I, like, did, I did not get a debuff. I only did it once, it. and I had no... No, I saw it. I was looking for it because I was expecting it because I know this series. <laughs> and I didn't get a debuff, so I don't know what I did, but how, I did not get a debuff. How to remove Elden Ring health debuff after hugging Lady Fia. <laughs> <laughs> Elden Ring players have unfortunately discovered that hugging a lady in-game gives you a health debuff. On the plus side, though, Fia does give you a very easy way to get rid of that HP punishment. So, Bacon, you might have been debuffed, or you might not have. You might have gone down to the McDonald's and order. It says here, order a six chicken nuggets meal small with a Sprite. And I think it was a Sprite that returned you to health. I think it was a Sprite, Bacon. So, good job on that. But I if you, if you only drink Sprite. Yo, if you did you know if you hug her while the debuff is actually active, if you hug her again, she gives you a secret. Yeah. She tells you stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's re- it's really it's a really good game. I really enjoy it. I just I just talk to her. I'm just like, what's up, lady? And she's like, Hey, what's up? I only gave her a hug once, but otherwise I just talk to her. Yeah. So that 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 is the that is my only experience with Elden Rings. The last game like this that I played was Demon Souls on PS3. I can tell you this is infinitely less buggy than Demon Souls. Yeah, I was about to say if you could play I, Demon Souls. So far, I have not fallen through a single floor that was not meant to be fallen through. I found old Armored Core 3 assets in Demon Souls. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They're still in this game, too. They're still in this okay, game. Awesome. Uh, yeah. they, oh, they're in here. Oh, no. I don't want to go there. No, you don't. 
That's no, pretty much I the whole game. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so I'm first off, I'm just wandering around. Um, now I'm very, very lost wandering around in a swamp full of uh glintstone. Oh, you're in uh you're by the academy. Run. Uh well I so there's been some spider people. They're not too bad. Found a pack of spider people, decided to not hang out with them. Um figured that was not Wait, spider people. Where where is that at? It, 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 th- th- this wait, wait, before is... before we start talking about this game, let's talk about the game and what it is. Cause we about to start going into the game and like I know people know. I'll just take a screenshot right now so I remember for later. Yeah, because I got something to show you, too. No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see nothing. All right. No, Aaron, you can see it. Don't look in the chat then, Becky. I only, the only stuff I want to see is, oh, God. Um, the only stuff I want to see is stuff I'm in, in areas I'm already at. Ah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's in that area, but yeah, Elden Ring is really amazing. It has a lot of things that it could do better, um, but I will say that this is one of the uh, better, uh, this might be the best FromSoft game. Oh no, it's the best FromSoft game. That's not even, this is like, this is not, this is not a question. And for me, and me and Bacon were talking about this, yesterday, I think we couldn't get it. We were talking about, like, when I read the conversation back, as usual, we were talking about the same shit as we always do, just from two different ways. But this, I think the strongest part of this is the open world aspect of it. Um, or the elements of surprise. Like, it's always giving you a feeling of, ooh, maybe that what's behind that corner. Um, and, and you don't see that in a lot of the games anymore, man. I, I just, I really appreciate that it trusts its players and its community to figure shit out. Well, and they, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, FromSoft also doesn't give a fuck about their community. Well, I mean, to a certain <laughs> degree. I mean, they, that's the thing, though, right? Um, they 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 care enough to, oh, like, okay. add all the extra um, features as far as, like, you can't invade right now unless you have two people, right? Like, so before, you used to be able to get blasted. Now, unless you have two people in your game or you put down a marker, you can't be invaded, right? Like, that's great. That that saves some time. It's already a stressful game. Things like that, I mean, uh, as far Only as... Only consensual invasions. Yeah, which is... <laughs> yeah, which is... I mean, it's great. It's great. What, what do you think so far, Bacon? I mean, I know you just got it. I've been playing for about a week and a half, so I'm, I'm a little more into it than you. I'm not, let's see, I have a tendency to dump a bunch of hours all at once. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm approaching hour 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting into the meat of it. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't even, I don't even think I'm getting into the meat of it. Like, this well, game I, is mean, big. Like, I mean, it's big, but um, this is definitely um, my, like, I, this is definitely hands down, like the best from software game. Oh, that is a giant something. And I'm clearly playing it right now. Um, it's one of the things I appreciate about. So there, there's a couple different camps of fans with this game. Um, there's one that is the more well-known camp. Uh, we affectionately and mockingly refer to it as the get good camp. 
Yeah, and so upset. when I mean from software, it doesn't give a fuck about their um, fans. That that's literally who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, they they, they do they do not care about those fans. Um, the they did a lot of quality of life stuff that yeah, actually makes the game a lot more accessible friendly. Um. In, in a way that I found like, found very surprising. Um, yeah. Did you notice that there are summoning pools everywhere? Like literally, literally because everywhere. they want, they want you. They're they're literally begging you to play the game co-op in a lot of places. No, they they th- this game actively wants you to play with your friends. They want you to tell your friends. They want your friends to have the game. Um, they have made it still challenging for if you have play with people. Um, it's it's very good. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, look at that link real quick. It's a, it's amazing, Bacon. Is it in it's, the? Uh, is it in the? Early? It's in uh, Google Meet. Ah. Yeah, I, yeah. I put it in the Google Meet. Okay. Bacon, what do you think of the opening area? Um, like the limb grave starting little, cause you're not there no more. Um, but like the limb grave little starting area. Like, do you think it's like a good tutorial for what the rhythm of that game is going to be? Um, so Limgrame itself, I don't feel is like super tutorially because there are some definite not tutorial things. In well, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been I've been combing all throughout that entire area, and where I found some much easier bosses, I have found some. You are meant to come back here much, much, much oh, yeah. later, my yeah. friend bosses. Um, uh, you know, when when you have like levels and things to or maybe just additional bodies to handle said things. Um, but they I, I do like there there's like this little underground skeletal grave area mm-hmm. and i felt like that was a pretty good starting area um the fact that there's a dedicated jump button is still it's, tripping me the fuck I love out. it that's sekiro that's completely sekiro um, i love it i love that because i like you can that increases your mobility so much listen, like I, ju- I jumped over uh godric when he was swinging at or margaret when she when he was uh, swinging at me, and I jumped over the cane, I felt like a fucking superhero. <laughs> so there, so this one's very much a Soulstone game, like directly a Soulstone game, and um, which is kind of what the the series of like Dark Demon Souls, Dark Souls, um, Sekiro are are part of, and it's kind of funny because I can I can tell based off of people who've actually played the series before for like more than a couple hours like what some of the really good quality of life improvements are just in conversation so like the dedicated jump button massive massive huge improvement um the horse can double jump That's which so, is it's so dumb it's, I love it great <laughs> although listen wielding this horse is definitely awkward uh, it gets sometimes me. I'm like, horse, no, don't. Why are you doing yeah. that? And just you just slip right and fall right off a cliff. I'm like, thanks, horse. Um, and it can, that horse can really parkour, by the way. Like, you oh, can get busy. Oh, no, it can. It can also slip and fall while getting busy. It's, that is very true. Because it it'll is, make that extra step. <laughs> it will make that extra step. And I'm just like, why? 
Um, and another, like, okay, so honest to God, like, this is like one of my top, top biggest uh, game improve, like improvements to the series is, uh, y- you can like not accidentally murder NPCs when you're talking to them. They give you one, yeah, they give you one. I love that, like, where you can. You can hit well, them one time, and then they still be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Okay. Oh no, no, no. The, so in a lot of the old game, and a lot of the, even in Dark Souls Three, the talk to them button and the attack button. Oh like, yeah, it's the, I guess it's, that is the case. It's yeah. literally the same button. So like, if you went to talk to somebody, you would you would stab them sometimes okay. just on yeah. accident. Like it was not. It was not an intentional. There have been so many accidental deaths just on like I didn't actually want to attack this person. Now I have to close my game down and then reopen it and hope everything isn't compromised. Um, yeah, Bloodborne did it a little differently because that they were using the back bumpers, but that's when they started doing the transformate to transform and everyone all that stuff. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it's uh no, I've I've definitely had a lot of accidental murders in uh Dark Souls 3. I was um super excited to not have accidental murders in this game. So, I showed Aaron one of the tamer monsters making you you can't look. But um what did you think about that tame monster? I mean, I played most of Sekiro. I'm not I'm not oh, gonna lie to you. That, yeah, I forgot. Like, I, I, I was not a Souls person and I didn't have a PlayStation to play Bloodborne, but I did play Sekiro. So I'm not unfamiliar. I just need to get my hands I need to get my hands around it because I haven't been playing Elden Rings for a reason that I will talk about before the end of the program. So I am I I am not shocked. I'm prepared. But I also never played the original Dark Souls. I never I was not a big fan of the original Dark Souls, I guess, trilogy, is it? So So you never played the sword and board version. I did, but my character is too stiff. And then oh. I tried to make a black person, and they wanted me to make a black person out of, like, a hostess cupcake every time. <laughs> and I was like, this is, um, mm-mm. And I, I had to pass. I had to pass every time. And, uh, yeah. So Listen, like... Um, the character creator in all but this one, um, is basically a hate crime to everyone. Yeah, it's real bad. It's so bad. Like, you, you cannot actually make a person. Granted, your character is also not actually alive. Right. So, like, the best that you could do is, like, you know, the, the wax imitation of a person from, like, a really, really bad wax artist. Um, the kind that you see in those museums that are like, look at this beautiful celebrity. And you're like, that looks like a pound of, I don't know what, but not a person. Is this leather? Is your face made out of leather? Is this leather? (laughs) Like what? Please tell me what this person is made out of because I don't understand. Bacon, this one has more than five brown skin tones. I flipped out. Okay. Oh my gosh. Can you make a person in this game? Kinda. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You can make it. You absolutely can make a person. You can even make a decently attractive person. Can you make a black person? You no. can make an Asian. 
Yeah. He's yeah. not an Asian person. Yeah. Um, they couldn't even I, give you the cornrows. I'm not convinced you could make a white person entirely. They no. all look very weird. No. Um, um, but you can make an Asian person. Yes. You can you can make a you can very much make an Asian person. Uh, my mine looks very Blasian. I just put a helmet on all the time. Right I, now, I'm, I'm currently wearing a lizard head. So you know, uh, my character's face is oh my god, too pretty to uh, make to to like allow for helmets. <laughs> I mean, even though they're not a, even though they're not like they don't look like me. There's no way I'll be able to make a character that looks like me. Mm. I have just accepted this. It's just not happening. Um, because what I've found, and I, I mentioned this in our podcast Discord, is that the character creator and all games that have a character creator goes from, like, tanned white person on the beach to uh, minstrel. Mm-hmm. The only, like, ex- only exception I will say is 2K. But that's only because they got all them niggas. <laughs> we we've talked about the two K exception. <laughs> now, does the two because of two K and Apex? Am I looking at any future game that comes out of EA with like a motherfucking magnifying glass? Absolutely, because they're all using frostbite now, and they're all so they are all required to share resources. So I swear to God, there better be better black people in their character creations they will I'm never it's never mm-mm, magnifying glass um and they started pulling some of the mods for the sims listen no mm-mm. no no ea ea is on the hook now forever um but uh yeah you can you can make a person but yeah, like I was saying, all character creators, um, they, they, they don't do any of like the other brown tones, the, right. even though most of the world is brown tones. You'll see like with with Asian games with character creators, you see like the socially acceptable brown range for East Asians, what they think is socially acceptable to be brownness scale. Um, so you can get a little browner sometimes. But for the most part, there's like this whole section of the scale that is like a giant chunk of the world that's just missing. Right. So, and, and, and that can't, I mean, that turns a lot of people off, right? Like, I know there, there are people that aren't going to play this game specifically for that, and I get it. So oh, I, yeah, I, totally. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking that. I personally am having an amazing time with it. Like, I'm in it. I haven't logged into Final Fantasy in like two weeks, and that's scary because I log in every day. Like, you know, like I've literally just been thinking about Elder Ring and a lot of it is just to like, I'm not following the news. I'm not trying to learn all the secrets and all that. So every time I go into this map, I keep opening up more map. Like it just don't stop. Like I still have black boxes where I know there's map and I'm blown away at how big this game is. So I think I'm going to be playing this for a little while. This is at least a hundred hours easy so oh yeah no it it this game is actually kind of however long you want it to be yeah which is, that as well that which is well. what i like um because like you can you can skip parts of the game that i mean because specifically but this is this is not this isn't like 
So Dark School Dark Souls game specifically, um, you can you can go as far as you want or not as far as you want. You don't have to do everything. Right. Um the, and that's that's kind of been a tenant of all the Dark Souls games. Um like I've got I've got well over 200 hours in Dark Souls 3 and I don't e- I can't even tell you if I beat the storyline. Um which is another this actually you can follow the story at least a hair. Which, oh no, you can follow yeah. the story like so Dark Souls games have very ambient storytelling. Yeah. Um and the story there's parts where the story will kind of guide you as in like Hey, regardless of where you are in the game, like the the story will pop up, but otherwise it's kind of you define the story or go through the story however you will. Right. Uh, but that's kind of been the case for um, Dark Souls games, period. Um, and it's something I, I appreciate about it because I feel like they do, from software, does ambient storytelling very well. Yeah. And... They- that this, is not this something game especially. that that's something I don't believe a lot of game companies are good at, but that's been specifically from software's uh, specialty. And, but it is also like I get people that don't enjoy that. It is an acquired taste. Like we're from a generation that we had to work for it, you know. So like I get if someone that was like born in 2002 is like look I ain't trying to do all this extra stuff this ain't, this game ain't for me I would understand that if they all they wanted to do was like really invest in the open world story um, but like Bacon said it's, it is a really good story unfortunately I do see a little bit of George R. R. Martin in there now like all the finger stuff is weird um, like uh, I see a lot of the names of people like when you get further into the story making you'll see it but like there's you can tell he actually worked on this game a little bit like there, oh, that, no, I, I can see storyboard some... was a little bit thicker than what most people think uh how do i put this um i feel like the writing between the, the writing that from software does and the writing that george r, r. martin does is not that different um he was, uh, I yeah, I don't feel like it's that different. I feel like their the writing is pretty compatible, yeah. but I've definitely seen um and from talking with other people as well, it's just like the the from software narrative is definitely front and center. Um, yeah, absolutely. From but... from software does weird dark shit a lot. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. I was just I, their thing. Me, uh, I, I was just more stating like, "Hey, I just know it. I see it. Like, I see it more than I thought I would." You know? Oh yeah, no, no, I I could see it even the in the intro. Like, it's yeah. definitely. Oh yeah, there. the intro. It's, By the way, that I'm not gonna lie, that intro got me hyped <laughs> when he started, um, the narrator started talking. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the narrator was so loud and like cartoon narratory hey. that I can't actually remember any of it. Hey, listen, he went into the booth like, pay me what you will. I'm going all in. <laughs> it was it was so much. It's I was so like, much. my dude, what are you doing? 
<laughs> Especially when he starts naming the names. Oh, it's so good. Oh, like by the end of it, I'm like, listen, you said some words. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't catch any of it. But oh. I'm 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 glad you got paid for those words. Oh, he was. Oh, he was. He went into the booth like this is my last job for the year. <laughs> all out. <laughs> um. Also, the music. Um. It's fantastic. From always has amazing scores. Uh, uh, this but, is the, I was about to say, this is the first time where, like, there's been music while you're exploring, and it's a little weird. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. I had to get used to it, too, because it is ambient, like, music everywhere. But the first I, time you run into that tree sitting and that music starts playing, you're like, wait, what? Wait a minute. Am I in a boss fight? Yes. It's great. I was just, you know, I'm used to, like... The music with like the boss exploration, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with the boss music, but I was just not used to like I'm out in the world. Here's some music, and I'm like, what? What's happening here? I didn't, I didn't, also, I wasn't expecting this. This is bizarre. Yo, but also, if you hear music, you should probably look around because <laughs> you met Mama Bear yesterday. Um, uh, well, no, I met I met a ground bear. I didn't oh, meet, didn't I, didn't, the... I didn't meet the bear until well a bear because that so there was yeah, a, it's multiple. Yeah, so there was a bear that literally I was standing I was standing at a cliff. There's like literally cliff behind me, and then all of a sudden I got murdered by a giant paw out of nowhere, <laughs> and I was very confused because there was nothing in front of me, and there was a cliff behind me. And I didn't know where this paw came from or what it was from. So when I went to go get my body back, um, and this is also funny enough, the like the one Souls game that I've been the least attached to my body. Yep, me too. Like I, I'm normally very dead. Like I need to get my shit back, and I'm like, I'm okay not getting my body back right now. My body, I can just die. It's fine. My body, I don't, I don't, I don't need my body like that. It's okay. Um. Uh, so I went back to go get my body and then I landed and then all of a sudden this bear crawls out of the ground. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. starts took swipes at me and I'm like, Oh, that was 90% of my health. I'm going to go. And so I managed to kite the bear to towards a fire Oh no, I managed to kite the bear towards a grave site. So I was able to get my body back more safely away from ground bear. So I found that same bear in a different way. So I'm riding my horse, trying to hang out. Me and me and Torrin hanging out at, you know, middle of the night. Out of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear the boss music. And I'm like, wait a minute, where's the boss music coming from? It's pitch black. I don't see anything. Me and my horse get knocked 50 feet (laughs) off the horse, and I instantly die. Yeah, that's my story. Aaron, you know what it looks like. It's the gorilla from Sekiro. Oh, the one you got to kill 17 times? That is that body model. Oh. Except it's a bear. Except it's a bear. Oh. It is very clearly a bear. It literally, it literally has the same movements from Sekiro. 
Doesn't that look like so that bear's moving like a monkey? Because that monkey moved like a monkey. Even when even when yeah, he was holding well, his own head, he was holding his own head like a monkey. He'd be holding a football. Uh, yep. He he moves more like a bear, but you can see the the model. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's yeah. definitely a bear. Yeah, it's a bear, uh, but you can see the model from where they used it. Hmm. They do that a lot, by the way. Like they, you'll find characters. There's another Sekiro character that I ran into. It's like, oh, here you go, buddy. Haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts overall, Bacon? What you think? Because I've been bugging you to play co-op. You've still been ducking me. We don't uh, get together. I mean, I'm not against playing co-op. I just haven't been at a time where I can play co-op. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Um, no, I, I'm enjoying it. Like, I knew I was going to. Like, I, I like Dark Souls games. I've always. Yeah liked dark souls games uh this is so far the least scary dark souls game i've played um i'm i'm pretty much a wuss in general um so it's kind of amazing that i like these games um because they are scary they are very scary they are very much also jump they're full of that's a giant lobster uh they're very full of jump scares and suspense (laughs) oh god you about to run into um, something real interesting if you keep going to where you're going. <laughs> well, I'm in a ruins and there's a lake, and then all of a sudden, I look oh over yeah, I know exactly. A giant oh, moss-covered lobster. And, I know exactly where you are. <laughs> I'm familiar with the crabs already from both this game and well, no, I'm more familiar with the crabs from Dark Souls too. So I'm just not, I, you know, that lobster looks like it's chilling. It's having a good time. I don't need to fuck with the lobster. Yep. I don't I don't need to fuck with a lobster right now. I That's, can always come back to fuck with a lobster. So I'll give you a perfect example of this game. In one of the castles, I'm not going to say which one, because uh, there's multiple, you can actually jump off the side of, like, there's a point to where you can start like testing yourself. Like, well, oh, maybe it's a secret right here. So if you jump over the ledge onto the first uh, pillar walk around the side, jump down, hop over to the castle, uh, like, rooftop, you instantly get into a boss fight that I wouldn't have found any other way unless I did that shit. That's this game. You know? And it's fantastic. So. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... that That's something I'm extremely used to from all the Dark Souls games, because yeah. that's, that's literally how you play them. Um, so it's, it's kind of, I'm always looking over the ledges. Um, I've also been looking for the bloodstains because there's definitely some, uh, uh death yeah. cults, um, of people who just keep jumping over the same ledge. Listen, listen, my favorite one is this one. You get the bloodstain with a person's on the horse and you just see him jump off the side of the cliff. Like, what, what the fuck were you doing? Right. But there'll be like eight of them. Because they all follow each other. They they all do that. I'm like, which is why they're called death cults. Definitely, definitely not a random name. They're they're all very much death cults. I just Um, think, like my my thoughts on it are, and I'll I'll leave it alone after this, but. Birds shouldn't have teeth. That's one. Um, 
The swamp is a very dangerous, dangerous place, and I would never go there again. There's like 15 of them. And the last part is, I am now afraid of something I had no idea I was going to be afraid of. I like a household bug I am now afraid of. Had no idea I was going to be terrified. Terrified. Can't can't look at it anymore. So thank you, Elden Ring. I mean, I feel like this game has justified. Well, not this game. All of these games have justified every single one of my bug allergies forever. Not allergies, phobias forever. So, um, that's not new. But I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I've seen some shit, Megan. I've seen some shit. this is definitely probably the least cautious um if if the difficulty of dark souls games is like turned you off um that's mostly the get good community yeah and the games are not as difficult as they're advertised like i don't actually quite understand that part of it like Mm -hmm. the boss fights may be challenging but everything but the boss fights are such a small part of the game and they can be done co-op or and with summons or with summons. Like there's a lot of different ways to like cheese bosses. And that doesn't make you bad at the game. It actually makes you good at the game. Like, like some fights yeah. are clearly meant to be cheesed. Um, so it's like, it, it's like the difficulty is like, ter- is what's turned you off. Like they're not, they're not difficult in that way. However, you will die a lot, and it does require patience. Yeah. Um, absolutely requires patience. And if you have that kind of patience and you're okay with dying a lot, then this is this is a good game series. Yeah. For you. Like, go, go, go explore. Like, that's the biggest thing about this game. It's so good to me. I, first thing I got on my horse and just ran to the side of the map because I just wanted to see what the fuck was out there. And I was not disappointed. Listen, these guards are not very bright. You've been playing Elden Ring the entire time? The end. Uh, what do you think I've been yelling at? Oh my God. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Bacon's on Big Souls the entire episode of the program. It is what it is. I uh, I call it Big Souls. Me and Bacon were talking. Sometimes we use the word open world. And it really is just an expanded sandbox. So, like, an open world, to me, is well, a world technically with... Technically, sandboxes are open world, but yes. You know what I mean? Well, I know what you're saying, though. But, but that's the thing. Not every... Every game has a sandbox. And just because your sandbox is expanded over a large map doesn't make it open world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not to be confused with actual sandbox games, which are open world. Oh, no, world the sandbox open world. Okay, okay. I mean, like, yeah. when I mean sandbox, I mean the game's meta, the rhythm, whatever it is that you're, whatever, the tools you have to exist within the game space. And some games are just not, they're just, I, I you know, so I just call it big, it's like big Dark Souls. I mean, they, they can call it Big Souls. It is so, Big Souls. It's Big Souls. And it's big, 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 big. Yeah, because to me, this is like a 4D Castlevania map. Right. Like, it, it. It's not it's not like Skyrim. It's not like um shit, GTA is probably the one that has really um done the hallmark of what open world is. Right. Like all Saint, open, almost all open world formulas follow the GTA model. 
Um, this is not it. Um, this is if you like if you flatten the game, it's absolutely a very convoluted Castlevania map. Right, and I think that that like you know it's there's a difference, and we we are very quick to call things open world when really it's just more of a Castlevania type jammy. Like it's not like you have a world full of varied activities to live in you know what i mean it's not like skyrim where you do 47 quadrillion things and just get lost in nonsense you kind of are playing dark souls just everywhere <laughs> everywhere you go in big souls you're playing dark souls and that's awesome and as a result it's like you know i'm like we just gotta have to we, we just, i just i don't know i just kind of because when we when we say open world um when we when we yada yada things we tend to give people an excuse to kind of nod off and they just kind of like, ah, pass. But, you know, games have more to offer than that. Like, the fact that they managed to get all this research. How long is this, the Dark Souls? Is like 20 years old? 15 years old? Something like that? So, yes. Right. It's long. It's old, right? So I mean, all, it, so, yeah, it's, it's old. Yeah. Right. So, there's a lot of research and development that goes into something like this to be able to then expand the sandbox to this size. It takes 15, 16 years of game development, information gathering. And I don't really, you know, when you call like, oh, this is open world Dark Souls, then you're kind of given an opportunity to really sweep it under the couch. You know what I mean? That's, you know, there's a lot. I, that, I, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot happening here. And I always am because I've, I'm now an old gamer, but I have a very long memory. I remember what games begat other games. You know what I mean? And when we don't, like, and all of a sudden, Elden Ring shows up, and everybody goes, oh, it's just open world Dark Souls. No, I remember Demon Souls. <laughs> And you know what I mean? A lot of energy went into this formula and the push and the pull and the Bloodborns and the Sekiro's and the Dark Souls 3 and the Dark Souls 1 and the Demon Souls and everything to get to this point where they can be like, all right, you're doing Dark Souls in Texas now. Have fun. <laughs> Not Dark Souls in Texas. You know? It's, it is. I want, so that, yes, that is a good definition of it because I was struggling to come up with one that made a little more sense for me like this. So what, so for me, I understand that point of view, but I still feel like there's a scope to this that kind of puts it in that category in a lot of ways. Like there's, there's, this is, but at the same time, this is a very craftable, you're only beating these bosses once, right? Like, so I get the other openness not actually being open. So it's it's a weird, weird. No, it's niche. just really big. It's so big, right? right. And and like this isn't this is first off this this isn't a knock on the not game. The yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's like it's not a knock or anything. It's just I don't consider it the classification of open world, but it is very big. It's um, it's it's really well crafted. It right. is. It is a very, very well crafted Castlevania map. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to. Um. I probably actually might give it a whirl tonight. Actually, I've been. Um. I've been playing. Um. Witch Queen. Um. I won't. Fantastic. I won't. I'm going to. Like I said, I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to. Um, drag any more time because the show's been we've been recording for a substantial amount of time and also we're not done like i said i just did the raid like 
maybe like twice this week. And then, one like, of these, nice. one of these days, we need to have an episode on the show talking about raids. And yeah, raiding. because oh my god, this witch crane raid looks good. It's um probably the first time um Bungie has decided that we're going to have an MMO style raid from beginning to end. If that makes sense. Um, like I said, I don't want to get into the weeds, but bungee raids have always facilitated the um, possibility that a first-person shooter player, someone who's played a lot of first-person shooters might not be familiar with raids, and someone who's familiar with raids not be mechanically gifted enough to do a raid in first person. They've always taken those two groups of people into account. And um, as a result, all bungee raids have a similar, re- uh, a similar um, rhythm to them certain design and uh, this is the first time where they were like nope you're gonna have to learn an entire alphabet nope you're gonna have multi-tiered boss battles with ads everywhere where you're gonna have to learn mechanics do mechanics everywhere all over the level constantly and that, any- that four person split toward with uh, Rauk or the room wide split that they do the AOE mm-hmm. that is some fan- Final Fantasy shit Right, it's it, like it's, it's literally like some Final Fantasy. Show. It has the first raid boss where the raid boss is actually in the space, like actively running around the space, trying to kill you, telegraphing attacks, forcing you to spread out, hold your lanes, not bunch up, read the telegraphed attacks, and so on and so forth, and function within the play space, all of it, as opposed to like half of it, because usually in Destiny raids, um, like you know, all Destiny raids are usually north to south, guardians on one side, boss on the other. And the mechanics are performed. You're part of the machinery to break the wall so you can then harm whatever's south or whatever's north. And then you do damage phase and then you go back. And you're running around on like the north side of the map or the south side of the map. Right. This is the first time where the bosses are just kind of all over the place. <laughs> and yeah. the encounters just have you kind of running around all over the space. And um, a lot of folks were having trouble with it. Um, I can see it's why. It's a different concept. Yeah, it's a different concept. Um, the fact that I spent so much time looking at Bacon Raid, and I had spent so much time talking to Erica about classic MMO raids, that I had a very interesting... Like, I used to always say Destiny has no raids. Because once you look at actual raids and how much they require, you realize how Bungie is kind of so- is kind of um, treating you with, ki- with uh, kids' gloves. They got the mittens on for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's part of their design is to be able to create a game that um feels good to play even while they're not necessarily um gives you the appearance of you doing a lot while doing very little it's part of the design it's great stuff even but this one they're just and it's still not a terribly hard raid because again um the difficulty is in the mechanics and the positioning and not in like boss help sometimes you'll encounter a bungee will have a raid where it's just a straight up gps check where it's like you need to actually do the most damage efficiently or won't work out for you so it's um very well done i'm not going to get too far into it which queen in general is their best campaign uh, is their best um dlc by a large margin um like i said there's just a lot they've managed story campaign they actually story campaign and honestly compared to what they've been giving us it's their first campaign yes it is um we got a chest at the end of a mission i said oh wait a minute Right. Oh, this is new. It's uh, it's almost jarring. I was um because yeah. um, every week they have uh, missions you replay for rewards, 
And the most shocking thing I always have with people I play with is like, we've been here for 25 minutes, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like you for, you don't re- you've never played Destiny a level in Destiny for yes. this long ever. And you just don't realize like there's a whole campaign that even if you go through it over again, it's 8 hours. Even if you just ran through it, it's 6. And if you put it up to higher difficulties, it's always going to be 10 hours. And that's, you know, that's like I said, there's a lot of a lot of wrongs have been corrected officially right now. And uh, it's so, it's so much going on that, you know, I'm not going to bog. I'm not going to keep everyone here any longer. But this will be a recurring um, discussion <laughs> as more is revealed. And uh, that is why I'm not on Elden Rings. But I will be. I'm going to give it a try tonight and get murdered. Yep, you're going to get murdered. It's fine. It's great. It's oh, fun. I mean, it's fine. I played Sekiro. It's, it's, also, it's also less scary. Uh, Sek- Sekiro was um, Sekiro was interesting. Sekiro was an accessibility nightmare, <laughs> but I didn't have a problem with it, but I understood how someone could. There was only one way to play. <laughs> it definitely was. There was one weapon and one way to play Sekiro. If you tried to play it any other way, every other monster picked you up and deposited you on your head, sent you back to the title screen. What do you mean, dodge? 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 No, 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 Perry. No, no. You will time your attack with my attack as many times as I attack until I'm off balance. And if you try to dodge, I will keep attacking. And if you try to attack off turn, I will hit you. So it's important that every enemy in the game, you account for all of their frame data and attack patterns, and then be able to not avoid them, but hit them like, like patty cake. The greatest game of patty cake in human history is Sekiro. And if you okay. master it, you look like an absolute beast. But if you are not comfortable with that in any way, you will you you'd return the game and uninstall it and it's like i said it's an accessibility nightmare in a lot of ways in a lot of ways it's their worst game to me it is definitely in a lot not their best game it is a lot of ways it is their worst game because of that because i'm like i'm playing it and i'm like looking around and i'm like is anybody else pairing 14 attacks in a row no yes and i'm just like well okay and i'm like are there any other options than pairing this 14 attack 14 times in a row no Come and, on. and then they have then they have the nerve to do like you know what, let's make you let's make it a bull like what right like make no sense right so so I am um, I am aware a Sekiro I died a lot but mostly because I spent all my time trying to learn everyone's attack patterns um I'm comfortable with dying I'm excited to play Dark Souls I'm excited yeah, for little things board. little things like the jump button. Um, little little things like magic being a thing because when I first started playing Dark Souls, I was like, "Why doesn't magic work?" <laughs> you know, oh. there were lot there were lots of little things that I didn't like, which is why I never played the series that they've kind of quietly turned on their head. So I'm excited to get into it, and that is what I'll be doing. And then I will chime in next week when I fight the various lobster, hand, spider, horse, pterodactyl, dragon, zombie, mm. knights. That are in the fire world buildings. Uh, there's, there's undead that keeps coming back. Spinning fire hits. Which I'm about, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they remind me a lot of the undead from Dark Souls 1. Right. Uh, which is kind I'm not Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, which is kind of important because, um, so the undead in Dark Souls uh, 2 
specifically the only way to kill them was to have faith. You could only kill them if you had faith magic. Um, so I'm going to go play in some graveyards. Literally, like one of the best weapons you could get in the game was in Dark Souls 2 was this faith scaling weapon. Um, it was specifically a faith scaling weapon that um, like was at like some dragon's feet. And so if you went, you... Because when you die, you keep all your gear. So you would, like, basically run, get killed by a dragon. And it was, like, super early in the game. It was, like, in the first to second area. Run, get killed by a dragon, grab the faith scaling weapon, and then go play in the catacombs. Yeah. Um, and it is literally one of the best weapons in the game. Um, and you can get it super early. But you had there, there's, like, this weird way of getting it. And um, I like, I happen to like that kind of weapon. <laughs> I also like faith magic because you can do some wild shit with faith magic. Yeah, and this, this game especially. Right. And they, they like faith magic, they kind of pulled back from a little bit in Dark Souls 3 because it was wild in Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls. But they brought it back and it is wild and I'm excited. I'm basically playing. Um, a holy Assassin's Creed character, like if 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 Ezio was blessed by Jesus, you mean like God's <laughs> God's bandit? Uh, n less bandit, more murdery. Bandits murder. Well, no, I mean like if the Archangel Michael was actually um an assassin, I, I like a hired assassin. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking more of like the Justin Sun character, how he actually got escaped to Chinese authorities. <laughs> oh, lol. Right. But no. But yes, no, I understand, yes. Like, I mean, that's a good way to become tarnished, but that's me just talking out of my ass is, uh, is uh, defrauding the Chinese government and then waking up on the shore of some other country. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so you stole millions from China. Ah, welcome. I'm never going to get over that. We're going to welcome you with open arms. Yeah, yeah sure, buddy. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't want to be here. This is crab land. I already know this. I saw one crab already. You don't want to be anywhere in that game. Look, we got to... I want to play some Elden Ring. And <laughs> I, I, see, I see the writing on the wall. So I just wanted to tell everyone, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank um, you. Sorry for my unprofessionally unprofessional behavior. Um, I think this is right on brand. If you're listening, listen while you play Elden Rings. Be do it in solidarity with the podcast. You're being you're you're not you're not being unprofessional. You're a trend center, social commentator, a thought leader. Okay. So actually, new title, thought leader. No. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What is bacon? You don't want you don't want to be considered a thought leader, despite the fact you are obviously leading the charge and people playing Elden Ring while listening to a podcast while someone's playing Elden Ring while talking about Elden Ring. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a pleasant day. Peace. Go ahead, stand your, stand your, stand your.